Sean McKay, as Skip Bayless would say. Yeah, hey guys. Yeah, Super Bowl bound. Yeah, let's go Von Miller. Yeah, let's go the trade. Yeah, let's go, uh, uh, who's that other guy we traded for? Oh, Odell Beckham Jr. Yeah, oh, give me some of that coffee. Oh, jeez. Oh, that stuff's good. Yeah, man, Super Bowl bound. Yeah, taking on the Bengals with that battle line. With Von Miller and, uh, oh, what's that other guy's name? Oh, yeah, 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 Aaron Donald. Oh, that's right, yeah, that guy. Yeah, he's breaking through the line, man. Yeah, we're going to win a Super Bowl. Yeah, it's going to happen. Yeah, Sean McGay. Man, it sucks my guys can't be in the Pro Bowl. But, you know, I'd rather be in the Super Bowl. So, yeah, yeah, Sean McGay. Yeah, we're doing it. Wow, Sean, thanks for coming on. Um, sorry the uh, Joe Scratchy show's a little bit late, everybody, but, uh, you know, we had to get the impression of Sean McGee and if if they, in fact, had got to the Super Bowl, but they did. Of course they did, right? And uh, you guys have been following along all season. I guess we picked a really good uh, Sean McGee guest to be on this season. Um so it's going to be epic, dude, especially if they win the Super Bowl, which uh, it's looking like they might. Um, you know, that old line for Burrow is just uh, not up to par, but I'm rooting for Burrow, too, and my boy Vaughn, of course, for the Rams to win. But, uh, you know, it's going to be good either way. But uh, it's looking like uh, my guess is probably the Rams going to win it. <laughs> Man, dude, that I'm looking forward to the Super Bowl, dude. The Bengals against the Rams. It's going to be epic. Yeah, dude, it is. Dude, I don't know if Joe's O-line is going to hold up, um, you know, that good. Um, but maybe, you know. Yeah, well, maybe, dude. Um, I mean, your O-line when you're singing, you know, when you're singing O's, I mean... Really doesn't hold up, but, I mean, you're not a singer. Shut up, dude. Quit making fun of my O's. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, whoa, 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 Yeah, dude. Wow, that was, that was actually pretty good, Joe. I mean, maybe you do have a opportunity to be a singer someday. Right? That was pretty good, dude. Yeah, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if the O-line's really going to hold up, but I guess we'll see, right? Like, that's the thing about it. Yeah, dude. But, you know, that uh, that is awesome. Dude, I'm excited about the uh, Pro Bowl, man. Yeah, the Pro Bowl is going to be epic, dude. Dude, the Pro Bowl is not even a real game. They just, like, show up and, like, just toss the ball around pretty much. No, that's not true. They're tackle. Well, well, yeah, but that's about all the effort they do, and they don't even put much effort into that. Yeah, dude, like, the Pro Bowl's a joke, bro. When are you gonna learn? It's all, it's all about the uh, cheerleader tryouts, man.
the cheerleader tryouts? Yeah, dude. To see if they can be the first woman to play in the NFL. What? Joe, you need... <laughs> I mean, it is a pretty view uh, for the cheerleader tryouts, but there's no, like, games being played or... It's not like a competition to be a player, bro. Like, what, what, what are you talking about? Sports video games and more. Sports video games and more. How's it going, everybody? This is Chris Roby here. Um... Let me see. I'm going to send an invite here, see if we can get Jason and Chris on. Oh, wow. What a week, man. Um, <clears throat> you know, I saw a report that uh, – I'm going to talk to Chris when he gets on here. But Jim Harbaugh says he's done with the NFL, I guess. He's done trying to get back to the NFL, but I don't know. I'll believe it if, you know – if he never tries to come back, then I'll believe it. But, I mean, he clearly wanted another shot at the NFL. So, the money is probably better than Michigan. I'm sure it is. If he's only making $4 million, if he was making $8 million before he had to take a pay cut and then was really successful this past season. You know, but this is a guy that's not hurting for money. Like, sure, he wants to make really good money. Like, who doesn't? But, like, you know, he's making way more money than, than you know, you or me. He's had contracts that, at least one contract that was, like, you know, NFL worthy, you know, when he was the 49ers coach. So, you know, I don't know. One of the things, you know, speaking of the 49ers, one of the things I wondered about uh, with Flores, you know, is like, here's the thing. So Colin Kaepernick never made it about racism. It was more about like politics and the league was blackballing him, not letting him in. You know, which I don't remember if he ever did any kind of lawsuit. I don't think so. But he never made it about race. But I wondered, uh, since he is like African-American or half African-American or something, you know, I wondered with Colin Kaepernick if he was going to um, try to join the Flores lawsuit. And I don't know if he will, but how's it going, Chris? It's going. It's going? Sure. It's going. You saw, your volume sounds like it's down or something. You're really quiet. Okay, is that better? Yeah, that's better. Yeah, so there's no football this week, I guess, unless you count the Pro Bowl. Uh, I really don't count the Pro Bowl as a football <laughs> game. It's just 
know. A celebrity game. Right. It's like All-Star Weekend. You know. What would be cool is if they did the old school recess, pick your teams. Right. But now it's like, what, two captains from, like, one from the AFC, one from the NFC, and, yeah, it's crazy. I still remember when it was Team Jerry Rice and Team, um, oh, who's that guy? He used to be on the Ravens and the... Oh, uh, Ray Lewis? No, no, not on the Ravens, the uh, uh, Falcons. Oh, uh, Sanders? Is it Deion Sanders? Yeah, team Deion versus Team Rice or whatnot. Yeah. What happened to Jerry Rice? You never see him anymore. I don't know. I wonder if he just decided to stop becoming, like, if he asked, like, hey, like, no, get out. Sorry, my cat's. Dude, I think, I really think, because the rumor is that Brady was, you know, or people are speculating at least, that maybe on his uh, documentary TV show thing, the man in the arena, maybe that's where he was going to announce his retirement, which would have been epic, dude. Dude, it really would have. That would have been epic, but then someone got wind about it, that he was retiring, evidently, and like spoiled it for everyone. Which, yeah. And then in his, his thank you letter to the Buccaneers, he never once mentions <laughs> the Patriots. Like, right? basically, like, you don't know where Brady's, like, where Brady was at when he was given that, you know, farewell speech or whatnot. But my thinking is because of the way the Patriots disrespected him, he was like, Man, I'm not gonna respect you guys at all. You know, like, sorry, I'm not including you in my retirement speech. Peace. Well, he's too—he's too smart. Unless he was really just thinking about the current moment, the team he was on. That's possible, I guess. But uh, he's like—he's so smart. You would think you would realize, like, whoa, I'm gonna offend people here. Yeah. Today's video is sponsored by. Brady's retirement letter. Congratulations, Tom Brady. Man in the Arena is brought to you by FU Patriots. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That's just no, that that that's wrong on so many levels. <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny though? If he like yeah. if it, it's Tom Brady's voice in the background. <laughs> Today's today's retirement video is brought to you by Screw You Patriots. Dude, he actually says the F word and cusses on the man in the arena, so he'd probably just straight up say F you, like actually say it to the Patriots if he wanted to. Dude, uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's right. I gotta. Oh, what was I thinking? I... He's like, y'all think I snubbed the Patriots? Well, take a bite of this. F you, Patriots. I'm so glad that I went to the Buccaneers, Buccaneers and F you guys, and good luck losing. Right, right. <laughs> nah, he's too he's too classy, I think, to do all that. Well, if he does, then I'll be like, well, we all knew that Brady had it in him somewhere. We just didn't know where. <laughs> Dude. I'm oh, well, he definitely gets mad. There's no doubt about that. 
Remember the when he got mad at the ref and they gave him that unsportsmanlike con conduct last week? Dude, that was no, it wasn't last week. It was week before that because he said to him, he popped off at the ref. Oh yeah, that was two weeks ago now, huh? There, yeah, I forgot. Shoot, dude. But dude, <laughs> let's talk about the AFC and the NFC championship. What a weekend. Yeah. First of all, for those of you who didn't get to watch the game or are just like, I really don't I'm waiting for the Super Bowl as my main um main ordeal. Cincinnati walks into Kansas City twenty one to three. We're all like, well, Congratulations, Chiefs. You made it to the Super Bowl. Get your redemption. <laughs> Bengals come back after being down 18. Mahomes tries to do, I don't know what he tries to do in the pocket, but he was dancing in the pocket and he's like, try to catch me, people. That was an interception and some double coverage. Bengals score the game winning field goal in overtime to advance to the Super Bowl for the first time in 40 years. Congratulations, Bengals. And Joe, dude, you were trying way too much. Yeah, like you gotta ask yourself, what if this doesn't go the way I'm wanting it to right now, and we lose the game? Uh, well, he almost threw an interception the first time, but then he ended up getting sacked, and then obviously Harrison Buckner bailed him out. But then the confidence of the kicker, and Romo said it perfectly. I think he told them, you know, like I'm gonna kick, I'm gonna kick this into the Super Bowl, and which he does. But dude, the guy was perfect in the playoffs, not missing a single field goal. Dude, they made a good point. Like the Bengals are, you know, like like the Rams are that team where it's like we're trading, you know, two first picks and a. You know, we're trading Goff and we're trade we wanna we're gonna trade a third and all this stuff for Stafford. And then, you know, we're trading this for Von Miller and like all that stuff. But you look at the Bengals, they just drafted, dude. They they did it the old fashioned way. Right. Well, I think when you look at the difference between two teams and obviously they play next week and it's kind of like an exciting you know, you want Stafford to get that first ring. You want Joe Burrow, who's young in his, in his second year, to get that first ring. But the way that the Rams played against the Niners in the NFC Championship, oh my goodness, dude, that was, yeah, Rams got up, or were down plus 10, and Tom Grossi, uh, one of the YouTubers, does like a Niners reaction to like the 2021-2022 season. Goes, oh, we're up ten against the the um uh, I I think so. Okay. Um. Yeah, dude, and he's like, we're oh, we're up ten. Wait a minute. We've been here before. 
And then when the Rams beat the Niners, it's like, I don't understand that throw, though, by Jimmy G. Like, can somebody please explain that throw to me? Like, he just went, poof. Like, he tried to pitch it. And I'm sitting there going, oh, that's a dumb ass. That's a, oh, I caught myself. That's a dumb butt move on his part in the first place. Just take the sack. You have a timeout. I, I don't know what he was doing, but yeah. Congratulations, right. Rams. That's all I'm going to say. Dude, it's crazy when you listen to, like, a guy was listening to ESPN or Fox right. Sports or something, and they were talking about how, you know, the the owner for the Bengals is old-fashioned. Like, you know, other people don't do scouting as much as, like, the coaches have to for the uh, Bengals. And, um, you know, the guy was saying, you know, maybe that's paying off now for the Bengals because they made a Super Bowl. They put in all that extra work, but they got a kicker that completely knocked it out of the park. I mean, he's a really great kicker. Right. And obviously Burrow is like the best pick they've made maybe ever. Oh, and besides besides him, there is also Jamar Chase too. Well, yeah, I mean that's a good point too. Yeah, Jamar Chase, but that was I don't want to say it was a no-brainer cuz they needed the offensive line too at the time they still do. Right. But I mean, it was almost if they'd had a good offense, offensive line it would have been a no-brainer cuz Joe Burrow was the one that like wanted him. <laughs> well, you know? no, no, and, and they knew that the chemistry was there, right? Well, if you look at Jamar Chase's like pro day, he literally caught practically almost everything thrown at him, and he was making break. You know, he was making the cuts, he was making the breaks on his routes, and he was doing what a wide receiver that, that knows what he's doing. And Jamar Chase didn't play the 2020 season. He, you know, he skipped out. So when 2021 came around, everybody's like, oh, he's going to be rusty. And in preseason, he wasn't looking good. And the, everybody's like, oh, the Bengals have wasted a draft. Heck, he's going to be a bust, blah, 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 blah. But then he turns into this wide receiver that just, like, you leave him one-on-one. He's a hard dude to beat one-on-one, and the Chiefs found that out twice in, like, back-to-back games where, you know, they were double-covering him, but look at what the Bengals were able to do in the comeback win. They were able to do other things, and, yeah. Well, somebody I was listening to who used to play on the Patriots, Said it was, it's like a Patriots feel, you know, back in the day, a long time ago, obviously, when the Patriots were like the underdog and, you know, right. Buddy thought they could do it. Like, that's, he's like, dude, I'm, I'm going for the Bengals. You know, like he was on this radio show and he was saying, I'm going for the Bengals because, you know, it's really got that feel where everybody's, you know, counting you out. And you're going to, I mean, you're going to do it, you know. You're going to win the Super Bowl. Right. But here's the crazy part. Mahomes tied Bart Starr. Correct me if I'm wrong. 
He tied him for three touchdown passes in the first quarter. And he had a chance to break that. But when you look at what the Bengals were able to do by holding them to 21 points in that first quarter or in that first half. And everybody's like, oh, well, you know, the Bengals get it to start up the second half. And, you know, they should have some momentum. And then they drive down and they kick a field goal. Well, that's good, but now your defense has to come out and stop Patrick Mahomes from scoring. They have to stop them from, you know, whatever, because they have a great passing game. They have a great running game. Plus, Mahomes, if he gets out of the pocket, can run the ball. And what Mahomes did in the second half really proved why I don't agree with paying him the 10, you know, giving him that 10 year you know, plus contract right out of the gate because, yeah, he's won you one Super Bowl. But I did read some, read something where it said Kansas City, the f- dynasty that never was. They've only won one Super Bowl. They've won one. They've lost one. They've been to the AFC Championship four times. And it's going to get real hard with Josh Allen now to get back every year. And and not only that, but I mean, you got cool dude Burrow too now, right? Tiger King, kitty go. Tiger King, kitty goes, kitty goes, <laughs> meow. Dude, I I keep hearing. Uh, I think it was on Pro Football Talk. They they keep talking about these like, uh, almost like the Siberian uh, tiger, the white and the black. You know, right? They keep talking about how the Bengals should get unis that like helmets that are black and white. I would wholeheartedly support that idea. Like literally. (laughs) But but then it's not a Bengal anymore. If you change the colors, right? Well, Isn't a Bengal a technically a tiger? If we're honestly going to break it down to brass tacks. I thought it was like, I thought it was like some Chinese tiger or something. Well, which is like, okay, dude, why? You're in the middle of Ohio, and you're calling your team the Bengals? Well, whatever. The Cincinnati Tigers? That's like the freaking, uh, uh, what is it, the the Cardinals in Arizona or something? Like, well, like, there's all kinds of examples where it's like. Well, like the Detroit Lions? Like, yeah, the Detroit Lions. You've never, okay, in the zoo, maybe you have a lion. Right, but you've never seen one. Oh, and there's a wild lion in Detroit. You've never... That's like calling them the the Kansas Sharks. It's like I can you... understand the Chiefs, but and speaking of the Chiefs, did you see the new name Washington came out with? The the Washington oh, it's hard. Commanders. Dude, I kind of actually prefer soldiers over commanders. Washington. Come on, soldiers. Come on, guys. Like, soldiers would be better. Or or generals. I really liked generals, although it's been used before in other sports. I don't know how I feel about the Washington Commanders, although they did say this. And I'm thinking, well, yeah, that is true. They have the Washington Capitals. They have the Washington Wizards. Which... (laughs) The Wizards, uh, I'm not a wizard here, but how many years has it been since the Wizards made the playoffs? Oh, wait, they made it, what, 
two years ago, and they lost in the first round, apparently. Hey, Michael Jordan played there. Watch your mouth. Michael, dude, when Michael Jordan became the GM but was playing, I'm like, why would you play? And obviously, I was too young to remember this, but watching like the YouTube videos on it, I'm sitting there going, you're the GM and yet you play basketball? Like, there, there's no sense to that. And I get it. Jordan's love of the game, obviously, he had an itch to come back. Like, what's What's being more in control of the team than actually being on the court yourself? Well, you remember <laughs> the one guy that he did? I don't – oh. Cat just, like, jumped up on the couch. <laughs> Went. No, but, <laughs> I mean, in all honesty, though, like, if we're going to face this music, let's face the music, it's – one of those things that the Redskins, the Washington Redskins, it's always been the Washington Redskins. Now, people are going to say, oh, you're getting polit- you're politically incorrect. Well, that's one of the biggest rivals between the Cowboys and the Redskins. Now you're changing the name of a football team right. because of some political crap. And this is where they need to fire Dan Snyder, but unfortunately Dan Snyder is a douchebag of an owner he well he was just part of a there was like some legal thing where um some girl was talking about how he was like inappropriately like putting his hand on her leg and all this stuff it was like a like a hearing or something so he i mean he's gonna be in legal trouble here pretty soon if he's not already the whole thing with dan snyder and this goes right back to even the whole Brian Flores deal. Brian Flores deserves a job through and through. He's a great head coach. Now, even you, uh, what was his name? The guy that coached uh, the Browns in Mayfield's first year. Um, he Hugh Jackson came out and said he was paid to lose games. So they could get better draft picks. I think he was gone before they got no, Baker. No, he was there with Baker. Because remember they had time. Because he only won. He only won like one game and Baker won like at least six or seven games his first year. Right. Well, that was when Freddie Kitchens. Yeah. That was... Oh, yeah. Freddie Kitchens took over right away, huh? Well, if I remember. Maybe that's what it was. If I remember specifically the details of what happened or what went down or whatnot. No, Freddie was made the coach in the offseason. Right, and then what's his name? Um, Oh, the guy, the, the G. Welcome to the Browns cast again. <laughs> yeah, welcome to the Browns cast where we all take a dump into the Browns. <laughs> Congratulations. Um, I mean, that whole situation and, you know, Mayfield obviously having shoulder shoulder surgery to fix his throwing arm or his throwing shoulder because let's all face it, folks. A quarterback's 
ability to play is solely based off his shoulder. That's his, how he, you know, that's his weapon, that's his tool, whatever, whatever, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So I don't know what the Browns are going to do this year with Kevin Stefanski, but they need to turn that program around. Browns fans want, they, they're sick and tired of only making the play, the postseason once. They want that Super Bowl more than anything. Not going to happen, Browns. Yeah. Not happen. Oh. Well, yeah, so we talked about. We, we oh, hold a, really? We to... Hold a moment of silence for the Cleveland Browns and how bad they are. <laughs> so, what, what what do you think about. Uh, I haven't got to look into it, but I saw um, for Pro Football Talk uh, PM, I guess they were talking about how Harbaugh is done. He's not going to try the NFL anymore. He's just going to do college, I guess. You know, when there were reports of him coming back to the NFL, my thinking on it is, why? You've been successful. You had a almost successful year at Michigan, almost getting them to the national title. Why would you leave? Now, we all know that Michigan beat Ohio State, which was a shocker because I'm an Ohio State fan. I have a Always been one, always will be. And when Ohio State lost forty-two to twenty-seven, that was kind of like, well, you know, like, okay, Michigan's legit. Michigan's got a great football team, you know. And then they, the talks are, Harbaugh go is leaving for the NFL. Well, could it be because of his, of Chad Hutchinson that he goes? Now, I know where Chad Hutchinson will probably end up going to Dumpsonville or Jacksonville, you know. Um, because I think Jacksonville, what, holds the first round yeah. pick, if I remember correctly, this year. Uh, yeah, I think they do. Oh, by the way, they just got a coach. No, you see I that? Not. Doug Peterson, my boy, he's coming back. Oh gosh, no. But the the, the dumb thing is with all the African American stuff going on right now. Right. Uh, Byron Leftwich, I guess, decided he didn't want to be the head coach. He pulled out of it. So now there's another African-American coach that's not getting a job because he decided he didn't want to coach the Jaguars. So I I don't know. I get it, though, right? Because it's not a good situation. Like, he didn't like the GM. He said, if I'm not going to take that job if Bulky is the general manager. Well, you also think about where he's at. He's with Tampa Bay. Right, he needs to be in the right situation, and and like that's the thing you want it to be successful for the African American people too, not just like like that guy the Texans fired the next year. You don't want that. Oh yeah, what's his name? Um, Coley, David Coley. Yeah, 
which I which they had they had planned on firing them all along is is the theory, which is just like super jacked up. It's also super messed up too. Um, yeah, and now Josh McCown might be getting that job. He's not even qualified. Well, no, yeah, he's really not because he's what a retired NFL quarterback. <laughs> yeah, he's never been like a head coach at all. That's disaster waiting to happen one on one. We all know that. It's the Texans, dude. Whoever they hire is going to be the wrong person. It's like always trying to pick a quarterback. Yeah, trying to pick a quarterback is like. Which it's like, if you're a quarterback, shouldn't you know what a quarterback looks like? But whatever. I mean, I don't think most GMs know what a quarterback looks like. The only thing they've ever seen is like, oh, the office, the money, and the, yeah, the really, really cute secretary. Yeah, I mean. Down the hall. That's all they've seen. I mean, I'll give Elway credit as far as he did pick guys that, except for Josh, uh, the the Bills quarterback, which I'll forever crush him for not picking that guy. But, no, Josh Allen. He should have picked Josh Allen. But, you know, other than that, though, like, he pretty much did try to pick guys that were, like, big and could throw well, you know, it seems like, and, and... it seemed like he tried to pick the right people, but they never, like, worked out. Like, everyone he would pick was just the wrong person. Right, right. Uh, well. And now he's in trouble, too. You saw that, right? And he's part of the, I've, I think he's part of the lawsuit. I mean, honestly, at this point, I really don't know, like, what's going on. I mean. Mostly just because, like, if I watch it, I briefly am like, okay, whatever, and I just move on. You know, like, it's whatever to me at this point. So, he's in trouble? Yeah. um, What? Yeah, dude, because Brian Flores says that uh, Elway and another guy interviewing him uh, showed up all disheveled. And like they were hung over and they were really late to his interview. Now this was when Vic Fangio got the uh, head coaching job, right? This was at the, around that time uh, Brian Flores had interviewed for it. And uh, that's what he's alleging is that Elway, you know, and this other guy or whatever, there were some people in the interview that, did not act very interested. He said specifically that Elway and this other guy seemed to be hung over and disheveled. Um, and and Elway, you know, came back pissed, of course, because you don't want anybody saying you're racist, right, or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I would get offended too. You're good. But, but, like, he, this is what Elway says, which I'm like – Dude, come on. Like, that, that doesn't make sense to me. I don't know much about this. Well, the thing that... But, but well, hang on. Let, let me sorry, finish what sorry. he said. Sorry. But he basically said, um, you know, that they were at a different interview the day before, and they were late to this meeting because they were flying in. And then he says, well, of course we were, like, disheveled. I, we weren't able to sleep all night. We were on a plane. But the thing is, like, 
if you're interviewing someone, don't they come to the Bronco facility? I, I didn't understand that. Like, why were you on a plane to interview someone? Well, yeah, that makes no sense. And let's face it with, with John Elway. When, and I'm ever going to be mad at him for this, when they drafted Tim Tebow. Now, there's a lot of scrutiny over this, and I get that. But you drafted Tim Tebow with the first first round? You know, yeah, he was a, I think he was like pick 15 right, or something, whatever. if I remember. But, you know, with not whatever. Uh, but they had Josh McDaniels as a head coach. And after a 3-9 start, they fired him. Which made no sense to me. I mean, and this is, shoot, two, three years before I started watching football. And that whole deal with bringing Peyton Manning in because, oh, Tebow can't win the big game. I'm mad as heck because Tebow, in his own right, was a great quarterback. Yes, he was left-handed. Yes, they worked on his throwing or whatnot before the draft. But Ali didn't really give him much of a chance because Kyle Orton was a starter before that. Then the fans were getting sick and tired of Orton, so they bring in Tebow, and everybody's like, yeah, Tebow time. And you look at the comebacks Tebow had being down 15 to the Houston, I think it was either Miami Dolphins or Houston Texans, being down the same score to the Chicago Bears and beating them. Tebow proved he could win on the big stage, but when they get to the, oh, uh, I think it's, where's her brush? Uh, sorry, sorry. No, okay, sorry. Um, oh crap, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> Okay, so Jason, so we have this cat named Monty, and she's a full mancoon, and she's a daddy's girl. She likes to sit in Jason's lap. Well, Jason signals to me to get the brush. Well, I'm like trying to unplug, and I don't even know where it's at. That's where I lost my train of thought. So to our listening audience, and she doesn't like it when we move too fast either. She, yeah, she's a daddy's girl. She's she's grinning at me like, oh yeah, I know who I am. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Jason. Can I tell him about last night? What the? What the? Uh... Okay. Well. So, I don't know about you, Chris, and I'm. So when I get drunk, I do some pretty funny stuff. Well. Apparently, Jason told me to go with the cat. Well, I, to our listening audience, and to the people who listen to this podcast, I, (laughs) all I will say is this, if you get drunk, just make sure, and I don't even like, like, three (laughs) drinks is about my limit, because after that, you know, so... I am a high as heck, and oh, sorry. Well, so basically, I'm like, my apologies, Chris. Um, I'm like drunk as you know, drunk as a drunk elf. 
Yeah, well, I didn't even realize some of the stuff I had done. Well, one of them was I, Jason told me to go pick up Monty and Liquor. The look on this cat's face after what happened, everybody was like, dude, you violated that cat. That cat looked at you like, what the, what the F did you just do to me? <laughs> well, you know, I went to bed. I was, you know, almost like what Brian Flores was talking about with John L.A. So I go to bed. Well, I get up, yeah. grab me a Dr. Pepper this morning, and I'm, you know, whatever. Well, as I'm doing that, Jason goes, well, you did some funny stuff last night. Last night. And I was like, oh, yeah? And I was like, like what? And he goes, well, you licked the wands that he tasted <laughs> like strawberries. I'm like, yeah, so, yeah, I do some pretty funny stuff. Oh, my God. More of the story. Well, we were also watching the Sounds like a crazy uh, night. opening of the winter. Uh, uh, may, may, may I chime in on this? Yes. Okay. <laughs> what happened, guys? Did you guys pause it? Or mute it or what? I can't hear anyone. Hello. Is it muted? Yeah, I don't know. Like, maybe they're having issues with their internet? Because, like, I don't see anything muted. Unless they, like, just turned their phone down or... I don't know. I have no idea. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Now I can hear you guys. All right, hang on. <clears throat> Something's going on with the internet or something. No, it's that headset of his. Oh, is it? Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay, basically, you know, Chris was in a very inebriated state of mind last night, and we're watching the Olympics. Uh, Oh. Um, he's trying to tell a story, but he's like adding details to it that weren't there. <laughs> so we're sitting around. We all decide, you know, me and the neighbors, we were, you know, watching the opening ceremony of the Olympics. Neighbors go, hey, you want a drink? Yeah, sure. Why not? Well, I, I like tequila sunrises. Grab me another Dr. Pepper, please. Um I like to drink tequila sunrises when I drink. You know, I don't drink all that often, but, you know, I don't take it to extremes. But, so Chris starts drinking with us last night. And, yeah, hilarity ensues when he's had alcohol. Um, He hears the music to the, well, I don't know if you've ever seen the opening ceremonies for the Olympics, which is really neat. You know, I don't know what all the political mess behind it was. You know, they were talking about it on TV last night. You know, you know, human rights or some BS. It's like, you know, come on, we just want to see the, you know, opening ceremony, which, by the way, phenomenal. Um, 
It was a really good. I mean, good. I, just the way they put it on. You know, they had the the kids singing. You know, all the countries coming out, and you get these countries coming out, and they got one athlete, and you're like, huh? And it's some random sport nobody knows nothing about. <laughs> it's like curling. Or something. Uh, no, like skeleton, like whatever that is. Oh, you know, yeah. I know the major ones: figure skating, and so as we're watching the, you know, the countries come out and present their athletes and everything. Chris is getting more and more inebriated. He steps outside with my neighbor, and, well, you hear outside, <laughs> you can only imagine what's going on. He oh, comes God. back inside. He looks like a Chinese person. <laughs> so, you know, and we're, you know, we're, we're discussing sports and everything, you know, about, like, you know, everything. And then in the background, they have classical music playing. And somewhere in this, my son decides to get up out of the recliner as he's about three drinks in and start classically dancing or trying to do ballet or I don't know what we called it. But he's dancing around the living room like an idiot. I videoed it. I couldn't breathe. You can hear me in the background of the video. I cannot breathe. And somewhere in this, I'm like, hey, dude, why don't you go taste the wall and tell me what it tastes like? So he goes over to the wall behind the TV, licks the wall, turns around. It tastes like strawberries. Like, wait, what? It tastes like strawberries, Dad. Oh, great. So then he proceeds to go to the wall opposite of that. Literally, and I, I joke you not. Licks the wall from one end of the hallway all the way down and back. <laughs> then proceeds to try and start. Oh, my God. What's the, how do I put this? <laughs> he decides to start getting really heavy with the wall. Nobody oh my in my God. house can breathe at this point. We're like, what are you doing? And then he turns around, goes back to the wall where the TV is, starts clucking like a chicken, squats down, and we're expecting an egg to fall out. Oh, yeah, he's man. he's cut off for a while. <laughs> hey, go hey, start the sausage. Doing, oh, I was going to say, dude, are you doing any cooking or you want to talk about food? Well, I'll be doing uh, for the Super Bowl next weekend. I was going to tell you, I'll send you pictures and everything for the – you know, for your Twitter or whatever it is. Um, yeah. I'm going to be doing uh, a brisket, about 30 pounds of chicken, and about four racks of ribs. Right. Hey, it's the Super Bowl, man. I like, I don't, I don't always make Super Bowl food, but sometimes I have. One of the things I'll probably make this year is uh, the jalapeno poppers with like you know obviously jalapeno and cheese and cheese on top of it bacon yeah I'll tell you so how like to make those better man is uh well yeah you gotta obviously you wrap, wrap them in bacon but yeah yeah hey, there's the laser pointer we've been looking for 
Um, no, I did find a recipe this week, man. If you want to try it, you know, we can tell her. I'll tell her. I'll tell our listeners about it. Is you take a you take a pound yeah, of maple sausage, you know, breakfast sausage. Um, cook it up, drink, you know, obviously drain the juice right. off of it and everything. And you take just whatever your favorite cheese is. You yeah. take a one thing of cream cheese, uh, whatever your favorite cheese is, and mix the meat. The cream cheese and the cheese together. And then do you take like the Pillsbury Crescent rolls? Well, you just roll the sheet out and you spread this stuff on the sheet. Yeah. Roll it up like a cinnamon roll and cut it. You don't have to add any seasoning to it or nothing. Just do like you would a cinnamon roll. Cook it till it's completely done. Let it sit for about 10 minutes and okay. I promise you it is phenomenal. Nice. That sounds good. Well, and, you know, the thing about that is is it's cheap. You know, and, you know, I know you got Walmart where you you are. Well, me and Chris have been finding deals, like, in the meat section with chicken. We've been able to get 10 pounds of chicken for, um, I think, roughly about six bucks. Yeah, chicken's always decently priced. I love that. Well, the briskets. Well, it can be. It can be. That's what I love about it. Briskets, I only know. I normally do briskets three times a year, just for roughly about that. But the way brisket prices oh, okay. have been here lately, man, it's just, it's, man, you know, 80 bucks for a brisket? Jeez. Yeah. Prime rib is always super pricey, too, huh? Well, I like the tomahawks, man. Tomahawks are running like 50, 60 bucks for one. Damn. You know, but, you know, like, here's the secret. If you want good homemade mac and cheese, right? Like, I've made it for Christopher. If you want to keep your homemade mac and cheese really creamy, when you put your Velveeta in there and you mix it up, don't use milk. I mean, you can, but you're going to want to use, like, you want to use cream cheese and heavy whipping cream, and it'll keep it really creamy when you put it in the fridge and bring it back out to reheat it up, it doesn't, or, you know, don't even put the cream cheese in, but just a heavy whipping cream will help, help keep the cheese creamy and won't like get hard again where, oh yeah, it's just a pain in the butt to get it back to where it was. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome, dude. Have you, have you, uh, no, I don't want to interrupt you if you're not ready to move on. But have you played any quests or anything lately? Uh, I've done that walkabout mini golf. I mean, we tried to play, and yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you you look for the lost balls, and there's one lost ball on each on each hole. And once you find them all, and you go to the next stage of it, where you know it unlocks after you find so many lost balls, the next stage of it will unlock. Well, the one we were doing during one of the games was they actually have a treasure hunt. You got to find all the rum bottles and it leads you to a treasure. I don't know what the treasure is yet. I haven't found it, but I will. Um, we did find a meditation one last night. It's uh, Maloka. M-O-L-O-K-A. Start the meeting again. Um, and... 
Yeah, it's kind of trippy, man. You got this little character that like guides you through everything, and you can tickle his belly, and he laughs, and he waves at you. It's it's just funny. Um, other than that, no, nah, I you know with you know last week we had a really big I well not really big but we had a storm move here through here for a couple of days and it, it kind of made us really busy at work. So. But other than that, you know, I mean, I'll have more next week on games. Uh, I'm going to delve in a little bit this week. We got kind of an easy week at work, so I can kind of do some research and everything. But at any rate, that's pretty much all I got, man. Uh, I'll get some stuff together on cooking. I, I got a recipe that I can give your listeners for, you know, ribs. Um. You know, how to cook them, make them tender. I mean, which, you know, a lot of them should already know. But, you know, hey, you know, everybody's different. So, anyway, Chris, you there? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What happened? Hey, Chris, you there? Chris, you there? Hey. A while. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Uh, you keep cutting out. I don't know if it's the internet. Uh, it's my phone. I finally figured out what it's doing. Is every time that I get a notification or something, it it mutes me for some reason. But what I was saying is, is no, uh, I really, you know, I, where, what's the last thing you heard me say? Oh, I don't even remember. <laughs> it was almost like. It was like a minute ago, I think. Um, well, I'll tell you what. I will have more for you next Saturday. <clears throat> um, that w- I'll have yeah. more for you next Saturday. I'm going to hand you back off to Chris for a few minutes. We got some things we got around here we got to get done. So I, I need, I'm going to go jump on them, and I'll hand you back to Chris. Um, I'm not telling you to make it short or anything like that, but, you know, we, we do have stuff we got to do. Anyway. <clears throat> oh, well, we're almost. We're almost done. Okay. Well, like I said, I'm going to hand you back to Chris for a minute and let him, well, hopefully not lay an egg in the middle of my floor. So, <laughs> have a good weekend, man. Chris, you have a good week. And like I said, I'll have some recipes and some game reviews next week for you. All right. Try to check those two codes. Out. I, I'm, I meant to last weekend. I'm going to have my next door neighbor help me out with them. So, the easiest thing, I think I put it on the text, but the easiest thing is to just download the app if you can and then just do it in there. Okay, I can do that. Uh, you go to, like, settings, I believe, and then somewhere else, then somewhere else. I think I detailed it on a text. Get a thing in the eggs up. Yeah, no, that's fine. Um, I'll get it taken care of today, though. It's fine, son. Anyway, well, I'm going to pass you back to Chris for a minute, and I'm going to get back to cooking. All right, man. We'll talk to you next okay. week. All right. Okay, man. You too. Have a good one. Thanks. You're fine. You are okay. Ladies and gentlemen, that was my amazing chef of a father. Dude, you got anything, uh, you have anything that you need to, wanted to talk about really fast or you need to add or anything? So the only thing I will add to, 
yeah, you obviously heard there's a story about last night, which... Yeah, that was quite interesting. Um, but... I think just the thing in general is obviously with... Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Chris, Chris over here is laughing. He's like... <laughs> Hey, what's what's a chicken's favorite composer? Oh God, don't do cheesy dad jokes. Buck, Buck, don't. Uh, uh, don't or whatever it's called. Yeah, there's some. T- yeah, well, no, but. The- back, 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 back. Oh, uh, no, but did you see who's performing at uh, the Super Bowl halftime this year? Like everybody and their grandma is doing the show. Well, let's year? see. Snoop Dogg. <laughs> all the oldies. Huh? Oh, I said all the oldies. Yeah, well, like Eminem, Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre, K, whatever his name is. Um, dude, I'm excited to see Eminem. Like, Getting down to Brad Stags, he's one of my favorite artists. Like, yeah, um, I don't like a lot of what he stands for or whatever, but his music a lot of times catchy. Yeah, well, like the the second Venom movie, Carnage. Uh, last one standing. Oh yeah, like definitely like one of my favorite songs, but. Good luck to both teams in the Super Bowl this year. Uh, you know, congratulations to the Rams. Uh, you know, obviously they went all out with uh, with Odell with getting your boy Vaughn um, from the Broncos, which I <laughs> they really don't blame him. Um, you know, they made these moves to get to do the one thing and that was to win the Super Bowl I know Aaron Donald wants that one wants to get that first ring a lot of these players do for a lot of these players it'll be the first time now it's really hard to say who has an edge in in this game because obviously both teams have really great defenses both teams have really great offenses there's going to be this game is probably going to be the one game that every like that either the Rams have failed at what they they did during the off season or the Bengals show that yeah Joe Burrow is I don't want to say he's the next Tom Brady because nobody's going to ever out beat Tom Brady we can all face the reality on that like. You know, but I will say this about Tom Brady, and it's out of the utmost respect. He's not the greatest of all time. I'm sorry to put it that way. But Brady, there was one player for the Chicago Bears, the Bears, that, what? That's how everybody just, well, that's how they were described back in the day. Uh Jim McMahon played with a broken neck, and I heard this story from 
somebody, and I was like, wait, what? Brady has never played through an injury as bad as a broken neck. And the guy didn't even know he had a broken neck. How the heck do you not know you've had a broken neck? And back then they weren't wussies yeah exactly Chris you keep cutting out dude yeah I know cause Jason's like cause they weren't wussies back in the day (laughs) uh yeah football then and football now is just totally different because oh I I stubbed my toe I'm not gonna be able to play for the rest of the year (laughs) Back then, they're like, oh, I broke my jaw. I'll continue to play. Watch this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But yeah. No, it's... The way I view... The way I view this and this... Is totally, I mean, I don't know what your pick for the Super Bowl this year, dude, is, but I'm kind of biased until like the fourth quarter, and then I'm like, ah, I'll be for that. Well, no, oh, great job. You know, it's it's kind of like I'm biased. Now, if it was the Cowboys and Bengals, you probably know where I'd be, like, you know the team I'd be picking on that. But I, it's hard for me to honestly really just like, you know, it really is kind of hard for me just to honestly pick a team, you know. Well, that's the thing, because, like, there's so many, like, storylines right now with, like, the Bengals haven't been in, like, 50 years. 40. Joe Burrow is on the second season. But then, you know, Aaron Donald needs his first Super Bowl because he's been, like, the best defensive player for years. Right. And... You know, not to mention Stafford's never won or even been – he's barely ever beat a playoff game if he ever had until now. Well, the first play – the only playoff game that I can honestly remember was the 2014 NFC wildcard game against the Dallas Cowboys. And that – that – that game, yeah, whatever. It really wasn't, you know, to me, Stafford really never had a great team around him. Obviously, he had Calvin Johnson, but Calvin Johnson, I've, I mean, he's a Hall of Famer now. But, yeah, there's obviously, with Stafford this year, yeah. having like people like Cooper Cup, my cup runneth over. Um Robert, well, his cup run at the triple. He's like the best wide receiver. Oh yeah, this triple year. crown for like what receiving? He's got tons of catches. Stafford's, <laughs> Stafford's been feeding him the ball like all year. The, well, that chemistry between him and Odell, it's there. That chemistry between him and Robert. No, Robert Woods isn't. Wait. Yeah, if Burrow wins this, it's gonna be like because one of I think Burrow's tight end got injured like recently too, so it's just gonna be like you know you got freaking Stafford over there with like a million weapons, and then you got um, 
that offensive line sucks. And then on the other side, you have Stafford with all these weapons and a good offensive line. And then, you know, all of a sudden, somehow Burrow won again. It's If that's what happens, it's going to be crazy. Well, the way that I view both of these teams, and like I said before, congratulations to both teams for an incredible season. Um, you know, there can only be one winner at the end of the day. But the way that I view both of these teams is Burrow has proven himself. Like he proved himself at LSU when he won a national championship with him in 2019. Now, three years later, he's on the biggest stage of them all. Winning the national championship is great. Winning a state championship is great. But let's all face the reality. The the biggie of them all is winning a Super Bowl. You know, winning your very first Super Bowl or winning the Super Bowl. That's what each one of these NFL teams played for this past season. And the teams that didn't make it, like, we shall remember the fallen. Houston Texans suck. Jacksonville sucks. Obviously, we all know that. But the teams that rise to the occasion, rise to the momentum of, like, hey, if we get that first win, we get into the playoffs. You know, if we win out, we make the playoffs. And when you look at teams like the Ravens, the team that was expected to make the playoffs and they didn't, Cincinnati was like, okay, sweet. We'll be the next We'll be the next Baltimore Raven. You know, we'll be the next Baltimore here in the playoffs. And they go in and they beat the Tennessee Titans. They get to the AFC Championship. Mahomes is like, man, whatever. It's another AFC Championship. And he loses to the Cincinnati Bengals. Cincinnati moves on. It's the same way with Matthew Stafford. And the, and the Rams never have beaten the Niners before. And then Jimmy Garoppolo decides to wee the ball. I don't know what he was doing there. Still, that though still boggles my mind. But these are the... Sorry, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, wouldn't it be crazy if freaking Joe Burrow ends up being the greatest quarterback we've ever seen in, like, ever? Like, like Patrick Mahomes, you know, where... Like, here's the thing. We're fresh off... We're fresh off of Tom Brady, right? He's just retired. Right. He's done the most amazing things ever. But, like, his last few years, you know, with Mahomes getting MVP, then going to a Super Bowl, winning that Super Bowl, and then going to another Super Bowl, and then he loses to Brady, which kind of reminds everyone again, yeah, Brady's the best. But then, you know, here's the thing. Like, so basically, you're looking at – you're basically looking at here's um, Josh Allen behind Mahomes, you know. But, like, he's got all the physical attributes. He looks like he could be the best if Mahomes right. doesn't right. turn out to be. And then here goes Joe Burrow sneaking up on everybody to be the best ever. I mean, well, I'm not saying it will happen. It's a little – Right. It's a little premature, but I mean, it's possible. Right. Yeah, but on that note, congratulations to both teams. I will talk to you next week. Obviously, it was great to have uh, Jason on the show. Always looking forward to hearing what he has to say. Obviously, the recipes that he did uh, talk about you guys, they're phenomenal. They're amazing. Give them a try. Uh, Literally, 
they they've been they've been tested and the the uh lab mm, quote unquote me uh they're they're pretty dang good so yeah on that note you guys have a wonderful week y'all keep it safe uh yeah yeah man have a good week we'll yes talk sir all right man i don't dig up no i will not Cause it's all gonna be alright Yeah, I will never quit Yeah, I know I'll never give in Yeah, now, so now um, Hugh Jackson has come out, right? And uh, he's saying He's saying uh, Me too, basically, right? To um, what Brian Flores is saying um, he's basically saying that the Browns wanted him to tank and he was a one in 31 as in 31 losses coach, um, you know, when he was with the Browns, um, you know, and Hugh Jackson's one of those guys that it, it always seemed like it made sense. Like he also used to be the Raiders coach at one point. Um, and I think he did a lot better with the Raiders, if I remember right. But obviously wasn't good enough. He ended up getting fired eventually. But obviously for nothing racist. So he probably would have said something about them too. But I mean, it's all going to be interesting um, to see what happens. You know, Brady, uh, he didn't mention the Patriots uh, in his retirement letter Uh when he announced on, I think it was Twitter or something, uh, that he was retiring and mentioned all this stuff, thanked everyone, including supposedly uh, Deflate Gate people, I think, or something weird. Um, yeah, so I, you know, look that up. Don't don't take my word for it. But that's just what I I think I heard something about that. But but he definitely did did not thank the Patriots. Uh, and then they released the statement, I guess, and from what I hear, he kind of—I don't know—I didn't hear exactly what it was because the guy couldn't explain what it was. But it was something like Brady uh, responded with like a picture or or something. I can't remember, but he—you know—I was get, Doug Gottlieb was talking about it, and he's like, "Man, Brady's probably like." oh crap dude you know oh man they noticed that I didn't mention them um you know and then I forgot what else I was going to talk about there was something else but you know Brady being retired that in itself is um you know it's sad because he was a big part of the league um you know was he a moral upstanding guy like he's talking about I mean I wanted to say yes I feel like the Patriots miscues and everything were more on like Bill Belichick and and different parts of that team being bad than Brady but I mean who knows right because now Brady supposedly might have been on the other side of tampering right with that whole uh, Miami Dolphins thing. Um, 
you know, and, and it doesn't surprise me at all that Stephen Ross wanted Deshaun Watson because, you know, if he's tampering and he's trying to pay coaches to to do, you know, things that they shouldn't, uh, lose games, you know, and like, you know, it, it's just not good. And and Deshaun Watson, as much as I'm a fan of him, I'm not a fan of anything he did, and he. You know, like, there's a right and a wrong way to do things. And Deshaun Watson clearly was in the wrong. He's not the first person to be in the wrong. But he is the first person to have that many people against him. Saying that he did something to them. So, I mean, we'll see where it all goes. Hopefully, it was all misunderstandings. And, you know, that's how. You know, but either way, it's all not good. Um, let's see, Josh McCown uh, could be getting the Texans' job, but the Texans are not wanting to uh, come out and say that he's their coach because uh, basically David Cauley, I believe, was African-American too, and they fired him after a year. It looked like they had planned to fire him all along. Um, and he really was not qualified. Neither is Josh McCown, really, like, you know, from what I've been hearing. So it's, you know, Josh McCown was a quarterback for a lot of years. He played with a lot of different teams. Um, in a lot of ways, he was kind of Ryan Fitzpatrick, you know. But, um, you know, I, I don't know. We'll just see where it all goes. But it's all weird. It's all very weird. Um, yeah, so, the, I mean, you know, the NFL's in kind of a different space right now. Uh, the NFC, you know, clearly gets a lot weaker with Brady retiring. Um, you know, but it's going to be interesting to see how all these coaches land and where they land and all that. But I, I hope that Brian Flores gets another shot because... He really deserved to keep coaching the Dolphins, and the fact that they didn't make it happen somehow is just stupid. And, you know, if I'm the Vikings, I do hire Jim Harbaugh because, look, at the end of the day, you should be trying to win for your fan bases, right? You know, and if I were able to buy the Broncos, I totally would because I'm a huge fan. And I I understand that really an African American should be buying the Broncos because they're the team for sale, and there's no African American um, owners. And when you're saying African American, you're not talking about me or my family buying them. I get that, you know, like we're white, you know. I I, I understand that, uh, but as a fan, I would totally buy them if I could. I just want to make that clear. And it's not meant to be against anyone that, you know, is a minority person. It's just that, as a fan, if you get an opportunity, like, you buy your franchise. That's just what you do. Now, I will never be the owner of the Broncos. But I would do my best for them. And I would uh, love being the owner of the Broncos. <laughs> like, more than anything in the world, pretty much. Um, you know, so <laughs> it's not going to happen. But, you know, that being said, I do hope 
that a minority owner, the first ever, does buy the Broncos. Um, you know, and obviously, you know, obviously any race is going to have people that shouldn't own a team. Like, it's just how it is. So I want it to be the right owner and a good owner. Uh, but yeah, I have, I have no problem with an African-American other than myself. Although I obviously would put myself top on the list if I could buy the Broncos just because I love them and I'm a fan. But I have no problem with an African-American owning the Broncos. So, yeah. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, moving on here. A lot of Bronco talk here, and I know that that's my team, you know. Um, you know, on this next podcast this week, I, I, if I remember, I'm going to ask Chris about the uh, Cowboys and if he had an opportunity to own them and um do you think Steven Ross once Jerry passes away will own them or do you think they'll sell you know um does his family anyone in his family want to run a franchise or to deal with it or whatever so anyway um you know, I don't know where the val- probably the value for teams is going to keep going up and up. It's just like uh, you know, video game companies, the money keeps going up and up. Um, you know, we just saw that. Uh, by the way, Sony bought um, Bungie, which is just freaking awesome. Um, and they've already planned to do a lot of stuff. I'll probably do a segment on that. Um, but yeah, I mean that's really cool. It's just really great. Um But anyway, um Yeah, I mean now's a good time to sell though for pretty much anything. Houses you know, we me and my wife bought a house, um and it's already worth like a hundred and seventy thousand more than what we bought it for like a little over a year ago. So, I mean, it's, you know, <laughs> I mean, it, anything that you sell right now, if you're able to sell it, like, you probably should. Now, obviously, I need my house, so <laughs> I'm not going to sell that. But, <laughs> but you know, like, if someone doesn't want to deal with the franchise, you know, then you sell the franchise. If somebody doesn't want to or wants to cash out from, you know... Like Activision, for example, though, they sold the Xbox, you know, they're going to be living on an island and drinking Slurpees or whatever, you know what I'm saying? So it's, yeah, I mean, you just, yeah, anyway, it's a good time to sell. I I would look into that, people. But also, are these things going to keep going higher and higher? And how do you know when to sell, right? Because what if the market... For, I don't know everything or something crashes or whatever but I think steadily everything's probably gonna slowly go down a little bit or whatever but maybe more than more than a little bit maybe I don't know but we'll we'll see how it all shakes out I'm I'm no expert yet get with the experts people uh, but anyway um yeah I mean I think, I'm pretty sure, okay, alright, this is something we can talk about, but just really fast, there's some legal implications here, 
um, you know, with the, uh, I think it has to do with the betting and, uh, coaches trying to fix their season so they get the top pick, um, you know, like illegal, right, uh, I believe, and, you know, so, I mean, there's some implications there with the Brian Flores thing, um, it sounds like, you know, it's going to be a lot more legal than just the NFL looking into things, obviously, because there's a lawsuit, but also some other elements like that. I mean, we'll we'll keep following all that stuff. Um, yeah, let's see, what else was I going to say? T- totally forgot. <laughs> totally forgot where I was going to go with with um, to the next thing. Um, dang it! Yeah, I did. I can't remember. I guess I'll have to do another segment if I think about it. Um, oh, oh, that's that's it. Okay. That's it. The uh, Washington football team uh, announced that their name is the Commanders now. Um, And what's interesting about this is Dan Snyder, their owner, uh, first off, horrible name. I would have went with the Washington Generals or the Washington Soldiers or almost any name would be better than the Commanders. Um... yeah, just horrible, like, XFL-type feel to the name. Uh, just terrible. The Even the logo and the different thing, the uniforms and different things. Just, they're different from, like, the Washington football team. Like, they're, you know, or the other team before that. Like, they're different, but they just, they don't work. Uh, they kind of kept the same colors, but the logo's just way too different, and... It's just, like, nothing about it works. And we're going to find out pretty soon that they decided, you know, it doesn't work. Um, Like, nothing. They'll change... They might start with, like, changing uniforms the next year or... But I think they're going to have to realize, like, dude, that name has got to go. It's got to go. But anyway, uh, yeah, Dan Snyder was in a... There was some kind of hearing with the court, and Dan Snyder, um, this lady was talking about how he kept touching her and and trying to advance, um, you know, for something with her. Obviously, we're not going to get too descriptive here. It's not really a porn show. But, yeah, basically, uh, there's, you know, there's some, you know, I mean, there's some bad, you know, stuff going on there. Um, just like at Activision, there's, you know, there's some bad stuff. Dude, I'm so excited about Sony buying Bungie. Like, you have no idea. Maybe they'll actually create, like, some alternate Halo for PlayStation, which would be sick. Uh, but anyway, uh, but yeah, they got a lot of plans for different live services and different things. And Bungie has knowledge about literally everything pertaining to video games, I'm pretty sure. So, I mean, that, that's a big... If you can't afford, like, everything Activision had, then buying Bungie is, like, second to that. Almost as good. In some ways, it's almost as good. Um, Maybe in a lot of ways. But anyway, I don't know. That's just my first impression on on that. And that's my impression on some other things. And, um, yeah, this is Chris Roby, Sports Video Games and More. Obviously, 
we're gonna try to get uh, Chris and Jason involved here this this week also um, you know so stay tuned for that but you know I kind of like doing my thoughts on stuff too seeing as I put together and run the uh, podcast so uh, you know it I'm kind of the main host of course but you know don't forget that Chris is a host Jason's a host I mean like they're they're both part of the podcast too and um, you know so I just want to give a shout out to both of them uh, for what they do and for being part of the uh, show and uh, yeah hopefully we'll get it all a lot more figured out and and going today um but anyway uh thanks for listening also check out the uh, youtube channel uh sports video games and more um remember the joe scratchy show is also uh part of this feed um sports video games and more is basically an umbrella of different things but there is a sports video games and more podcast also which is a big part of this as well um so don't be confused when you see, yeah, like basically it's a feed and a thing, sports, video games and more, but there's also a podcast of the same name, uh, but there's other podcasts and things involved with it all too. So anyway, uh, yeah, I hope nobody's confused after all that, but I tried to sum it up. Um, so yeah, check my music out, please. It's uh, Spotify, iTunes pretty much all the digital services um it might still be showing up on a few that it hadn't got there yet uh the new album anyway which is called um it's gonna be okay it's gonna be all right um you know exclamation points of course at the end um but yeah just everybody check it out and uh you know keep my family in prayer so we been going through some hard times but uh you know it's all gonna be okay it's all gonna be all right man and our faith is in god you know so uh and jesus and the holy spirit so anyway everybody check it out uh thank you for listening you know my heart you know, you know, I know how far we've got and i know your presence of always got is thing Yeah, you always believe in me Yeah, you always be by my side Yeah, I'll never run and hide Yeah, you will always be here Yeah, you will always be there Yeah, you will always gonna be here Yeah, you always believe in me yeah, you'll always be by my side Yeah, I'll never run and hide Yeah, you won't always be here Yeah, you will always be there Yeah, you won't always gonna be here So, uh, Joe and everybody, um, from the Joe Scratchy Show is here Uh, except Sean McVeigh, of course He's, you know, obviously he's just popping in here and there Um you know, or something like that, but anyway, um, yeah, so, uh, here's the thing, guys, um, alright, so, Brian Flores, you know, there's a whole big thing about, uh, you know, being treated unfairly, he says that the, uh, Broncos, uh, at the time, general manager, Elway, and another guy showed up disheveled, had clearly been drinking the night before, supposedly, 
Well, always upset. Uh, he actually said, no, dude, like none of that happened. We were late because we were on a flight coming back from interviewing someone else. I don't know why you don't have them like meet at the Broncos facility. If you're that interested in the job, you can come there, I feel like. But anyway, um, yeah, so Elway, um, obviously I'm a big fan of him, so that... You know, this kind of definitely hurts me because, you know, I I don't like him being put in a bad light like this. And um, obviously racism is not something that you take lightly. Uh, but, you know, the thing with Elway, you know, as he was saying, you know, that he took notes. He was being very observant uh in the interview he was taking it seriously all that you know which brian flores apparently thinks he wasn't uh but it's also interesting you know um if you go a little bit further at the allegations uh steven ross you know was also um he's the owner of the dolphins um you know, and, and, and basically he was also accused of, I think it was at least a couple things. Uh, one of them being that he um, offered to give Brian Flores a contract and wanted him to tank. It was like a bonus, I think, or something. Because uh, he was already the uh, coach for the Dolphins, so he already had a contract. But... Um, yeah, basically, he wanted him to tank, and then he wanted him to tamper and talk to, supposedly, Tom Brady. Um, that must have been when he was leaving the uh, Patriots 2019, I believe they had said. Um, but, you know, it sounds like maybe that meeting happened. I mean, Brady, from what I hear, he's not in the lawsuit. Uh, it's a class action lawsuit. Uh, you know, but the, the, the thing with all this is, um, you know, it's making a lot of people look really bad. Uh, Bill Belichick is also part of this, uh, Patriots coach. I'm going to make you pay the Punisher. Uh, anyway, Joe Scratchy joke. If you guys listen to the Joe Scratchy show, uh, you'll, you'll understand, uh, as long as you've listened to enough episodes, I guess, or whatever. But anyway, um, yeah, so here's the thing. He sent a, uh, text, you know, and, uh, basically, you know, was, was saying congrats to Brian, which Brian Flores and the other Brian that the Giants just, uh, you know, hired, um, basically were both on Belichick's staff at one point so people are thinking maybe he just had you know Brian assistant coach in his phone or two Brian's or whatever happened but Belichick said it was a mistake uh you know he didn't mean, mean to text Flores but but he said congrats on getting the Giants job and this was before Flores was even interviewed you know and there's a thing called the Rooney rule which really only worked from what I hear uh from Mike Tomlin 
but it really hasn't worked too many other times i mean there's been a few african-american head coaches uh which just a side note african-american saying i say it because you know it's the most uh it's it's the best thing you can say like you don't want to offend anyone obviously and you know and i wouldn't mean it offensive if i said you know the the uh, b word but you know, just to keep things kosher and, and keep people, yeah, the chance of anyone offended. I always say African-American, right? Um, that's what I tend to go towards saying. And, um, you know, the thing is, like, um, I'm actually a white person from Africa and I'm American. So it's it's <laughs> always one of those things where... I feel like either people are offending me when they say African-American or uh, basically uh, I feel like I'm offending myself when I say African-American if I think about it too much. But, but you know, I mean, that's really the best way you can put it, though, uh, to, to, because there's no other nice, super nice ways to, to uh, you know, say it. So, you know, basically, yeah, I mean... You just have to really watch what you say, but, um, but yeah, it is kind of weird. Like, I'm not from Africa myself, but I have family, like my grandpa, my mom, you know, like, that are definitely from Africa. Like, they were born there, you know, even my sister was born there, so, so it's always kind (laughs) of, it's always kind of a weird, uh, word term for me so anyway i just thought that was an interesting uh note to put out there but yeah i i just think um you know with all this stuff the allegations and everything you know um it's gonna be really interesting it really is um you know and brian flores was a good coach he didn't deserve to get fired um you know, I think he deserves another shot. He's still up for, um, I don't know if he's interviewed yet or not, but I know he's still being considered for two NFL coaching jobs. I really hope that he will get that job. And, uh, you know, uh, Doug Peterson, it's interesting. Um, just to change the subject really fast, uh, he just got hired as the... Um, what we call it the uh jaguars coach which is good i i kind of like him you know i mean chris and me were talking about him on a podcast a while back and you know he had some good points and you know maybe i started not liking doug peterson that much but i mean he did win a super bowl so you know i think i'm gonna back him um you know and he's got trevor lawrence and it's I guess you could have worse situations out there. I don't think it's the best situation. But, uh, you know, Josh McDaniels, he took the Raiders coach job. Um, That was probably the best-looking job out there. Um, Jim Harbaugh goes back to Michigan after missing the National Signing Day. Uh, So he probably feels like a little bit of a doofus after that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it is it's all crazy it really is and uh you know there's just been a whole lot uh going on you know man this is crazy dude this is this is like there's been so much news dude check out joe scratchy show by the way yeah dude check it out bro skeezies
Real skeezies. What? I can't imagine life without you. You've always gotta be there, my woman. Yeah, I know you are the one that's rare. And I care about you. Gotta have you forever, baby. Shaman the man. Hey, yo, I'm from Jamaica. Yo, my name's Shahan Naman. Why do they call you Shahan Naman? Cause I'm the man. You're gonna make it through. You're gonna make it. You're gonna get to the end. Don't quit. You're gonna feel like it's the end You're gonna want to quit But you know That guy will get you through Don't you? Yeah No, don't quit It's not the end of the race You're gonna do it You're gonna finish your yeah, don't quit, yeah, don't quit It's not in You're gonna make it Yeah, don't quit It's not the end You're gonna make it Don't quit It's not the end You got this Yeah, yeah, don't quit It's not the end You're gonna make it Yeah, yeah, don't quit It's not the end You're gonna make it You're gonna Want to quit, but you know 
Come get you through, don't you? Yeah, yeah, don't quit, it's not the end, you're gonna make it. Don't quit, it's not the end, you got this. Yeah, yeah, don't quit, it's not the end, you're gonna make it. Yeah, yeah, don't quit, it's not the end, you're gonna make it.